0: Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. Welcome back to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. I'm excited today to be able to have not just one, but two special guests with us, and so Eric J. Fisher and Jim Woods, uh, they are the authors of the new book, um, uh, Hit the Mark, and definitely excited to be able to talk to them and to be able to get their um, their insight into um, the book and some of the things that uh, went into that. And so, uh, Eric and Jim, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank you so much, Josh. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, definitely excited. And so I've had both of you on the podcast before, so uh, you are not strangers, um, so people should know who you are. Um, And in the show notes, I'll have links to those previous episodes as well. Um, Especially, I want to make note of the interviews I did with both you regarding the previous book, uh, Ready, Fire, Aim, or Ready, Aim, Fire, excuse me. Um, And so uh definitely have links to those and so that anyone that is listening that has not listened to that one can go back and listen to that or if they have they can listen to it again um because this is the sequel to that book and so definitely excited to be able to talk about that so as we jump into this um i'll ask you eric first um in preparing for this book um what was the problem that you were trying to solve
2: um, with this book, the, the problem we were trying to solve was we knew what we needed to do, at least most of the time. But aside from that, it was how do you get that work done? It always comes back to that as, oh, man, I didn't get done what I wanted to get done today. I mean, that's that's the the, the deflating feeling that you feel at the end of the day where you feel like a failure because you had this to-do list and you tried to even if you made it small you maybe didn't check everything off so what were the factors that were contributing to that failure day after day and we realized that it was lack of focus lack of energy and lack of uh, time or at least best use of time
1: okay
0: would you have anything to add to that jim
1: No, I think Eric just hit hit that, hit it right on the head because it's one of these challenges where you're wanting to do so much, but you're limited and uh, just kind of going hand in hand with his answer. I think margin was my number one problem um, personally. And I think that is one of the biggest areas that we all struggle with where, you know, you only have so much that you can put on your plate that you can actually accomplish and figuring out your margin, figuring out uh, your limits and like how much time you actually have to contribute towards something is just such an important concept.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely dive into more about margin um, here in just a little bit. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so so obviously the main uh, or one of the main focuses, you had kind of three um, that uh, you focused on um, and one of them is focus. Um, but then the, the thing that contributes to focus is the time and the energy. Um, but you start the book off by, uh, defining what focus is. Can you kind of elaborate a little bit more about what focus is? Um, Jim, why don't you go ahead and start us off?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Focus is really the center or the, like your bullseye on a target and focus is, it, it cannot be separated from the concepts of time and energy. And in the book, uh, I don't know if you can even put up a picture on your on your site, Josh, but the, the biggest thing is that focus is like the middle between the two circles of time and energy. And when the two overlap, right in between, that's focus. And it's a smaller like portion. It's the smack dab middle when two circles like intersect and overlap. So that's, it's a very small uh, area, really, um, compared to the two, you know, bigger concepts of energy and time. So focus is just, it's really a sliver, you don't have that much that you can really contribute. It's, uh, it's a very limited uh, space.
0: Anything to add there, Eric?
2: Yeah. The only thing I would add was just that people, again, are always looking and saying, you know, I don't have enough time or I have too much to do in the time that I have. But what they don't understand is they're just so low on energy and they don't have any focus that even if they did have enough time, they're not going to get the stuff done in the time that they have. So, yeah, the, the, we realized that the crossover between. Um, where where focus was on the the whole Venn diagram where you've got the the overlap there, like Jim was alluding to that uh, that image that's in the book is you know if you cross over the time that you have and the energy that you have, only by doing that is where you're going to have any focus on what you need to do
0: right, yeah, I can definitely um relate to that so as I was reading that i I could definitely identify with that. I remember I was uh taking a class. Uh, For a programming, computer programming, and I don't know how many times I would uh, spend hours upon hours, um, and this would be late at night, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, (laughs) and trying to figure out why this program wasn't working, Um, and if anyone's (laughs) done any work with code, um, you, you would know that anything... Uh, can make it wrong. I mean, you just miss a semicolon or a quotation mark or something like that. It can totally break the code. Um, and so I would be sitting there racking my brain trying to figure it out, uh, because um, because I had this idea that I can't go to bed until I get this done. Um, right. until finally, yeah, I'm stuck on this thing for an hour and a half, and so finally I say, "Okay, forget it. I'm not getting anywhere." And so I go to sleep, and then I wake up after, um, I probably only slept six, six hours, but I got up and I was able to, um, then go back to the work and like within five minutes, I was able to look and find the problem. Um, and so, uh, and so that, that was one of the, uh, events that happened to me that, um, that, that kind of stood out to me as I was reading through part of this book And so um, that's so true there, because, I mean, I was tired, so I didn't have the energy. Um, I was trying to push the time, um, but the focus just wasn't able to be there because the energy was so low. And so um, now you had mentioned about margin there, Jim, just a little bit ago. Um, Can you dive in a little bit more about what it is for those that may not be familiar with the term and then uh, maybe a little bit more as far as why it's important
1: Sure, sure. Margin is the space that you have in your life, and essentially, it's your limits minus your time, or, or what's left over is the margin. And specifically with your example, Josh, I, I look at you know your mental energy limits, and that's really the biggest challenge. Especially if you're working late at night, you simply do not have that energy that you know, that you need, even though your time, you have that space there, but you just you've already spent it. You're already in deficit by default. And you know, you can try to grind through and hustle through, but you end up actually doing more damage. And uh Eric Eric mentioned uh this to me a while ago and I think we actually put this in the book. I know Eric will (laughs) definitely try to say, oh yeah, yeah, I told you that, right? Um, where, you know, you can spend, you know, five hours on a task that'll take an hour if you're really tired or maybe even, you know, spend an hour on something that would normally take you 20 minutes. And you just, you end up basically burning yourself out and margin just goes hand in hand with burnout. And I've been there and I'm sure, you know, Eric's been there and I'm sure even you've been there, Josh, where, you know, you push it, you push the limits and, eventually you get to that point where you're just like, look, I got nothing left to give. And now I just want to, you know, pack up shop and close up for quite a while because in all honesty, I just need to recharge. And, you know, if you're self-aware, you can keep, you know, kind of mental tabs. And obviously you need, you know, a support group around, around yourself to your spouse and your friends um, to kind of help you keep it in check um, Eric, I'm, I'm, I'd love to hear uh, just your thoughts. I mean, what, how do you stay self-aware? Because I, I think this is the biggest challenge with mental energy, not just, you know, physical energy, but like mental energy when we're, you know, working at the computer and, you know, creating content.
2: Yeah, I, I think that, well, obviously mood is an indicator, but again, <laughs> sometimes we're not all that great at figuring out what our own moods are even when we're in especially when we're in them for that matter it's almost hey somebody else has ticked at me like my wife um (laughs) that never happens um because (laughs) and by telling oh she's ticked at me Maybe I'm in a bad mood. That's a good indicator. And then I can say, well, I have been sitting in this bedroom all day working on stuff. So and he even said, you know, I've got, hey, I've got other stuff to work on after dinner. You know, so it always comes to mind that line. uh, I I love the movie Elf. So it's that part where the guy goes to his room. uh, What's his name? Kane. Uh, the father, he goes to his room. He's like, I got a lot of paper. I got a lot of important paperwork to do. And then the kid tries to get away with it too. He's like, I got a lot of homework to do in my room. So, um, yeah, when you have your nose to the grindstone forever, you're never, I mean, you're, you're, and you don't get up, you don't walk around, you don't take breaks. You're just dulling the instrument, in other words. And so you're never going to get as much work done. There's that whole thing, I know, with, uh, this is actually a real Abraham Lincoln quote as opposed to all the fake ones out there, <laughs> which was – it's something along. – I'm going to paraphrase it because it's something along the lines of if I had eight hours to cut a tree down, I would take the first six to sharpen the axe. And uh, that doesn't technically apply to this, but what it does apply to, the, the thing that I'm trying to say is he wouldn't use a dull axe. But we try to use dull axes, dull minds, dull bodies, as far as energy goes on all these things we have to do. And we don't take time to actually sharpen. So in other words, the the six hours of uh, sharpening the axe in this case is refreshing yourself, going and getting, you know, six hours of sleep. even six hours of sleep is better than no sleep or four or three or two. Um, what I was going to say was. I should have learned this lesson a long time ago. In fact, I have. It's one of those ones you got to learn over and over again, which is <laughs> I learned in college, overnights don't do anything. You spend <laughs> the entire night working on a project that should take two hours that you yeah, should yeah. do in the morning by getting up early and going to bed early. And you waste, the, you, you actually wear yourself out to the point of, yeah, I pulled an all-nighter. I got it done. Oh, i got to skip all these classes today now. And yeah. you've just, so. you just train wrecked exactly.
1: your day. So. Not, not just your day, because think about all those different classes. Oh, yep. If you have a heavy schedule, you're basically sabotaging the entire next week. Or more.
0: Or more. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: not to mention catching up on sleep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Very true.
0: Yeah, it's that old snowball that uh, it starts small and just kind of keeps growing because you're behind on one thing and the, then you get behind it on the next. And yeah, so yeah, I, I've been yeah. there. <laughs>
1: You know what, Josh, I think as I really think about it, part of it is there's this mental competition where if we see somebody else online doing something cool, we want to do it too. And part of us, if we're competitive, wants to even make it better or put our own spin on it. And we just we kind of view it like we're at the buffet and we can keep adding more and more to our plate when in reality, you know, you have to put the blinders up and say, look, look. These things, they're great, and maybe I'll do them down the road. But right now, my goal needs to be finishing the work I'm actually, you know, mid-project in right now at this time. And I think the competition and um, just the distraction, sometimes we need to be antisocial and uh, not be as active on social media. And that's very, very, you know, counter what everyone else is saying, where you have to be everywhere and, um, you know, make as many connections and be as, uh, uh you know, uh, out there as, 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 you know, available as possible. No, I think you need to just finish the work and that means doing less projects saying no more often. And that goes hand in hand with boundaries. Um, that, um, I know Eric and I both, it's like, we we both want to do more, but to do more, you actually have to say no to a lot more things as well. It's kind of weird that way.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm having to try to learn. Is I I, I say yes and uh, to too many things, and so. Um, now, what are some of the best ways? Now, oh, now, uh I I know that we've covered some already, um, but we're just going to kind of see if we can kind of consolidate some of the things that have been said, and maybe something else that. Uh, may come to mind. But what are some of the best ways, Eric, that we can be able to increase our energy?
2: Well, again, some of these sound like cliche or trite or whatever you want to put it, because it is common sense. And we've all heard them over and over again, which is to work less, (laughs) to um, get more sleep, to eat better. And so it's like, oh, okay, great. I don't need to read that book then because... I already know that stuff. Yeah, but you're not doing it. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> here's, we, we tried to, we're, we were like, when Jim and I were talking about the book, we're like, yeah, so um, energy, uh, eat better, sleep more, and exercise. Those sound like pretty common sense things. How do we spin that? And it was like, well, how do we paint the picture of, how do we get somebody to realize, oh, that is me? I am not doing those things. And, oh yeah, those are the effects of that. And, oh, here are some quick wins that you can do in in each of those areas. So for example, um, here are things that will help you train yourself slowly to finally get to bed earlier or get better sleep when you finally get to bed. Or here are ways to get a quick win when it comes to eating healthier and getting that endorphin rush from that instead of the you know Culver's cheeseburger and oh man that hurts i'm sorry <laughs> i had one last week um oh, and then uh, <laughs> uh what's the other one working out that that even just getting out for a walk daily it doesn't right. have to be a long walk but getting out there can get that blood flowing and pumping. And, and it's, we all, it, I mean, we all know, I mean, again, lack of discipline, we all know there's stuff we should be doing that we aren't. And when I'm not talking about the work that we want to get done, I'm talking about this stuff that takes care of ourselves, which then enables us to get the work done that we want to do, you know?
0: Yeah. That's one of my struggles, especially the uh, exercise. And so that's always been a, a struggle for me. And so, yeah, I, I definitely need a, focus on that because I, I, do, I, I've done it just long enough to where I could start to see the benefits, but then I stop. Um, and then of course, then I stop seeing the benefits. And so, sure. um, yeah, so yeah, excellent. Excellent. Um, as we wrap up, um, maybe we kind of have a little bit of self-reflection, uh, time here. Um, so we'll start with Jim on this. How had the principles in this book changed your life as you guys have gone through and, written this?
1: You know, it's amazing, Josh. We I went from having a full-time job to now I'm self-employed. And I see just firsthand, you can only hustle so much on the side because you only have so much energy that you can really, you know, contribute to projects. And I think the the number one tip I would have would be, to be aware, be just as aware as possible. When do you do your best work? When do you feel most awake? And then you prioritize and so, like if you have a a big project that you're working on, you really want to put your best energy on that. You don't want to, you know, save that for the very end of the day when you're, you know, rushing out of the office and when you're tired you, you just prioritize when do you feel most awake and just kind of go from there. Because when you feel most awake, you're more alert. You're going to be more productive with your time. Just go from there, go for the easy wins. And for me, I've realized I'm pretty much, you know, 11 o'clock to two o'clock is my very best energy. I feel more awake then than I do at pretty much any time of the day center your day around that and just go from there and, you know, uh, structure your day accordingly and don't compare like what works for, you know, Eric might not work for you or what works for Eric might, might work for you. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, figure it out and, and go from there would be my very best tip.
0: Very good. Now, how about for you, Eric, how has, uh, it changed your life? Well, these
2: have all been things that I've been struggling with. Uh, uh, Jim and I both had huge shifts in our lives this year (laughs) during the process of writing the book, and so you know, and back in March, I moved away from my old position, and so suddenly I'm working from home and trying to figure out getting that to work, and and then Jim just joined into that whole club about a month and a half ago, something like that, Mm -hmm. month month and a half ago, and so uh, we both were like, oh, this is like like not only just for, I mean, it's completely applicable to people who, you know, clock in at an office somewhere day in, day out and have weekends and family and all that like we do. However, at the same time, we don't have that office anymore. So suddenly the whole dynamic just shifted and you were given more freedom, but at the same time, you're also giving a different set of restrictions because you have to be the the boss, in other words, uh-huh. and, and make those boundaries yourself. And so- I've gotten better at it. I've not gotten amazing at it. I would say great is around the corner somewhere, and I'm almost there. But, uh, yeah, the, the there's been seasons where I've, I've eaten better. I've exercised lots more. I've gotten more sleep. There's been times where those have been the exact opposite. And, you know, two out of three pegs doesn't make the stool stand. So... I'm always trying, I'm trying to still figure out with the help of my wife, which again, crucially important. Uh, how do I get all three of those to work without ignoring everybody else's need for those same things too. So.
0: Very good. I, I thought of the, um, that quote from, uh, Spider-Man and it probably came from somewhere else with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) And so, uh, so yeah, so you got the power of, uh, of self-employed freedom, but, uh, there's the responsibility, added responsibility uh of trying to make your own um time management and focus. Yeah. So very good. Well, um, definitely excited again to have you guys with us. Um, definitely excited to be able to promote your book. Um, so why don't you go ahead and let everybody know how they can be able to get a hold of that? Um, so they can be able to um Take uh, take in all the principles that we just barely scratched the surface of everything that's in there.
2: Yeah, go head over to beyond the to do list dot com slash focus. That'll take you right to the Amazon page or go to Amazon and just type in hit the mark. You'll
0: find it. All right. And we'll definitely have a link um, to that and to everything that we talked about, as well as the previous episodes um, and then also to the uh, websites for both Eric and Jim. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. Please take a moment to share this with your social circles. Also, go to simpleliving.us forward slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. Now go and create the quality of life you deserve.
1: Simple, 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 simple as that.